oh my God, I am obsessed with the Empress by Vush. And vibrators a lot of times are too much for me. But the fact that this is a clitoral sucker has legitimately altered my masturbation experience. I love it because Ethan literally lifts up the hood and like suck, puts it on. It's our new favorite toy to use in the bedroom because it's small too. So I can keep it on there while we're like, you know, doing it. I can't believe you both have said the word clitoral sucker. That's what it is. It even fits in a little purse. It's super clutch. So Clitorati, you get 65% off if you use our promo code CLITTALK. You're welcome. 65% off. That's fucking huge. 65 fucking percent off. That's a lot of fucking percentages off. Yeah. I don't know how we did that for you guys, but we did. <laughs> yeah. we. I don't know either. Pussy, pussy. It's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked and For Your Wellness. Hello, Clitorati. So today we are diving into a different approach of sexuality, a sacred spiritual approach in which we have never talked about quite on this level. We have a very special guest with us today. Elizabeth April is a psychic teacher and truth seeker. She is a cosmic channeler, public speaker, spiritual influencer with almost 100,000 subscribers on her YouTube channel. And we are so excited to be talking to her today about sacred sex and why it's so important. Please welcome to the studio, Elizabeth April. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> We're so excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So we were, we were just talking before the recording and Elizabeth, you know, she's used to doing the spiritual podcast. And when we reached out to her, she was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to like lean into this and go for it. Yes. <laughs> so we're so excited that you did. And we're so excited to have this conversation with you today. Absolutely. I love pushing the boundaries and, and really bringing together spirituality, no matter what topic it is within the world, I think we can have a different perception of it. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <clears throat> we're really, you know, on the show today, we've we've we're really zeroing in on the conversation around releasing shame, which is something that we've talked a lot about on this podcast already. Um, one thing that you mentioned in one of your videos is the impact of mainstream media on our sexuality. Can you speak a little bit into that and how that has you know systemically been something that's impacted us on a spiritual level? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So you know, I really believe that this entire reality has been kind of controlled and contorted and manipulated by the elites, you know, and and they control the biggest influential aspects of this reality, you know, whether it be religion or government um, or economics. And now we've got the mainstream. And so by subliminally subliminally sending us these messages and contorting the idea of the male-female dichotomy and what that relationship should look like rather than allowing people to figure out what that feels like for them and what feels right for them, you know, it's very manipulated and that really gives a lot of power to the man uh, Mm -hmm. in any sort of dynamic or relationship or, you know, sexual expression. And, uh, and it really does suppress 
um, the woman and the woman's divine feminine energy. And so we've had this kind of manipulation for quite a long time within society, and we've been um, affected by it. Whether how how much you've been involved in mainstream or not, you know, at a deeper rooted level, you've been affected by um, those dogmas. So it's really important for us to understand what those limiting beliefs are, where they're mm. coming from, and how to reprogram them. Yeah. Limiting beliefs. That's the, that we, so we talk, you know, Mama Jean is a huge influence on the show and she talks a lot about the patriarchy, but I love how you put that, like the limiting beliefs, because those are definitely the things that can like keep us feeling separate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. So, so you, you also say that sex is sacred. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of different beliefs on this show. You know, some of us are polyamorous, some of us are heterosexual. And so I was really interested in the way that you talked about how sex was sacred. And when you have sex with someone, you're actually exchanging their, your essence with them. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so um, I believe that, um, you know, we hold DNA, right? Especially within our, even in our sweat or our breath, we hold that DNA. And when we exchange uh, DNA with one another, we actually hold a piece of that person within our body and we Mm -hmm. carry that person around. So if that person is on pharmaceuticals or is, you know, a huge drinker or is, you know, maybe sleeping around with other people, we're actually taking on all of that DNA from that person. And that's not a bad thing. It's just something to be aware of. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny. Um, and we're just going to go there because this is this is that kind of podcast. Do but. it. It's clit talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, years ago, I started to notice that, um, you know, my boyfriends were becoming very psychic after sleeping with me. And uh. they would have these profound moments of maybe seeing a ghost, maybe having a lucid dream, maybe, you know, seeing their aura for the first time and they just went down on me or whatever. (laughs) And so when I got into this relationship that I'm in now with a woman, I told her, I said, I just want to let you know that, you know, when we exchange that DNA, you might become a little bit more sensitive than you've been before. Mm. And she's like, so you're saying you have a magic pussy. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's not really what I, you know, that's not what I would call it, right? Because I've got a magic pussy. <laughs> yeah. I've got a pussy that'll make you see spirits. <laughs> um, you know, and then even my wife was like, well, should we like bottle this up and sell it? Like, I mean, this is a high <laughs> item. Like, pussy perfume. <laughs> <laughs> I have to meet the next dimension. Like, you know, <laughs> anyway, but it's, it's true, right? It's yeah. so funny. And so then it was so funny. So, you know, when, when, you know, me and my wife first started dating two years ago, um, we, we had sex and then we went out to, to the restaurant and, and she just, you know, went down on me and we sat down the at the table. No, 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 no. Before no, that, we had the sex. Restaurant. I was like, you guys are to the restaurant. Um, but during that, you know, she went down yeah, on yeah. me. And then, you know, we sit down at, at this table and, uh, and the, the waiter comes over and she's like, she's like, oh my God, like, I think, I think his mother's in the hospital. And I'm looking at her. And at this point, she's in full denial that like, <sighs> you know, 
about your magic pussy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so I'm like, well, you better talk to him about it. If you're getting this feeling, like you should say something. And so, you know, he comes back around and and he's like, you you know, she just says, like, is your, you know, is your mother okay? Mm. And he was like, like, oh my God, how did you know? Wow. And then he's like, are you a psychic? And here I am laughing my ass off like internally, right? Sitting at the table thinking, yep, here we go. Like, and, and she's like, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not typically a psychic, but like, I just have this yeah. strong feeling. It's like, you are so powerful, girl. Like you should do this for a living. <laughs> and they're laughing, you know, just, uh-huh. Yep. And then he walks away and, she, and she's like, wow, that was such a powerful moment. I'm like, yeah, it was. I'm like, you do realize that you just went down on me like 20 minutes ago, right? <laughs> and then she's like, is this a magic pussy thing again? <laughs> no, this is not happening. And I'm I like, all right, it. cool. Like, you know, just think what you, you want. You heard it here on Clit Talk. Elizabeth April has a magic pussy. <laughs> it's the truth. Oh you my God, how abilities. You just have to go down on her. <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh, but maybe but that's... Maybe we should sell it. We'll sell it on our website, clittalkshow.com for Elizabeth April Pussy Perfume. $9.99 this Christmas. Put it in your stocking. <laughs> ladies, ladies, let's not exploit, you know, let's not ex- exploit the magic pussy. Let's just hang out with her. All right, all right, all right. Oh my God. So <laughs> just kidding, sorry. We're getting all sweaty right oh, now. Oh, sorry. Oh, let's <laughs> it back. We have that effect on people. <laughs> but, but okay going yeah. back to the original topic of the conversation right, right, right. that's when years ago I started to realize there is a significance in exchanging and swapping DNA and I, I believe that we are all magical okay so I'm not a special you know individual but we we do take on what what we're receiving um, from you know our partners, not just energetically, but also physically, right? Yeah. And that's you know to the benefit or the detriment. But it's also important to have that sacred space for sex and really look at it as you know a divine exchange rather than just uh, a good hookup, right? Mm. And I think actually even nowadays, especially with lockdown, quarantine and all of that, you know, I haven't been single in a very long time, but I could imagine that people who are dating right now are hyper aware of the exchange of those Mm -hmm. kind of things, Um, which is honestly a good thing in the awareness of, you know, who are you choosing to Mm -hmm. swap fit with, you know, who are you Mm -hmm. choosing to bring into your life? And then we can really roll that into the spiritual of you're actually taking on their DNA and their vibrational frequency. Is this someone that you want to be exchanging that with? Right. You know, it's so interesting because I'm, I'm in a relationship, but my roommate is dating and um, we were talking to like her and another one of our single friends. And there's this new phenomenon that's actually been born inside of COVID, which is like, instead of the one night stand, people are now doing what's called like the one month stand because it takes so much to like be committed to swapping physically with someone right. that they're like, well, if we're going to get COVID and STI tested, let's do this for at least a month. So now there's like this, there's this yeah. phenomenon. People are like, yeah, it's the one month stand. It's like, then you mm. get to the point where you're like, I like this person enough to cuddle and be intimate with them. Let's just relax into this for a month, which is pretty cool because you find out very yeah. quickly if that person is like, if you guys work together, if you're just focused mm. on that one one person at a time. 
that mm, actually sounds like super healthy and yeah. responsible and actually sets a foundation for if you're dating and you want to be in a committed relationship that yeah. actually has set the foundation for that. Yeah, so, that so actually be a true. Well, because it's like you really got to trust that person today that they're not sleeping around because it's it's more than just like, it's a deeper health yeah. conversation instead of COVID. Like it's right. serious. Right. Yeah. And to something you said earlier, uh, April, you know, in your video, it really, that we were watching before this episode, it really stirs something up in me about this exchange of essence because I've been um, what people would consider and classify as rape. Of course, it always is like, it has to be extreme uh, twice. And then I always say that the rest of my um, sexual experiences before my now husband, who I'm in a committed non-monogamous uh, open relationship with, um, I didn't want to. And I didn't say no. And I learned that to get out of the situation, I just needed to do this one thing, right? Mm. And that became a habit. And I was feeling, um, I was like the star in high school, like one of the most popular kids, captain of the tennis team, editor-in-chief of yearbook, everyone in you know from AP students to the cheerleaders knew who I was. And I went to <laughs> college and had like 70 sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden was like addicted to like feeling into drugs. Not that I specifically did one, but just needing to escape. I was depressed. I was all these things. I didn't even feel like me. And mm-hmm. after one year, I've been with like over 70 people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like P in the V. Okay. And <laughs> like actual penetration. And I got several STDs over that period of time, to which I cured, to which I healed. And I speak to, I actually healed herpes and HPV, which I um, got after a rape. And it made me think of how unaware I was to other people's energies. And now with my relationship with my husband, it's like you were talking about how you have a magic, um, your, your partner experiences you having a magic Let's see, I experienced my husband having this magic cock. Like I always feel enlivened. Mm. And something that he says to me is when you're not empowered, I don't want to exchange sexual space with you. And mm. until I watched your video and heard what you said just now, I didn't realize that mm. he's being intuitive, doing what is best for him. And if I don't make that mean that about myself, then I can relate to him in a sexual space because I ha- can have compassion for it. I wouldn't want him to be in a terrible space and then putting that into me. That's actually a huge breakthrough for you, sugar. That used to really really upset you. The fact that you get that is huge. I know. I just got it like in the last, you know, 18 hours. (laughs) So thank you. If you want behind the scenes access, ad free episodes, extended interviews, how to's, and a ton of other surprises, support Clit Talk by joining our Clit Talk confidential members only, a private safe space for our clitorati. Go right now to patreon.com backslash Clit Talk Confidential. And for $11.11, you can get all this and so much more. You know that at Clit Talk, we have made a promise to only represent products that we authentically believe in and would personally use ourselves. That's why we're so excited to share Dr. Christy Fugg's supplements with you. She's my mom's breast cancer doctor and is guiding my entire family to make better lifestyle choices to go with our genetics. 
I started using them myself and I love the fact that I know that they were created by a doctor who has personally put in the research. So I know it's a quality product that I'm putting in my body. I mean, I'm all about biohacking health and I love to know that I can just have a cocktail and then take one of her Cosmo Companion supplements to offset the negative effects. I'm super excited for her multi-must-have. It's just like an awesome multivitamin. So ClitTalk signed up as an affiliate so that our Clitorati can get 10% off. So if you go to clittalkshow.com backslash discounts and just go there and get a discount. Because we're all going to be using them and so should you. Boom. You're welcome. Well, yeah, a lot of what you're amazing. saying too reminds me of stuff that we talked about um, in at Sex and, at Dawn, our third season, where they're where tribes where women would get pregnant, she would have sex with each member of the tribe who was like the strongest, the smartest, the funniest guy to take on their essence so that her child would get that and pass it on. So um, anyways, it makes sense to me. That is, yeah, I do remember that. That's cool. So I want to dive into you in the so the video that inspired this episode on your YouTube channel, by the way, her YouTube channel is amazing. She does a live stream every week. I'm addicted to it. It makes <laughs> it makes so much sense to me. Um, you actually said that you were able to learn how sex can actually have you live longer through onking. Like yeah. I don't even know what onking is. You mentioned it, like onking and tantra, mm-hmm. um, and you learned this from the studies you've done al- around like ancient Egypt. Can you can you tell us a little bit more about how sex is going to make us live longer? Because I'm into that conversation. <laughs> right? mm-hmm, absolutely. So you know, way back in the day during ancient Egypt. Um, and you know, before I even get there, I'll just mention that I do a lot of astral traveling, astral projection, and also, um, I'm at a place where I can relive any past lifetime that I want to, or go into any of your past lifetimes, just, you know, drop of the hat. Right. That's so I, you know, as this objective observer of tens of thousands of lifetimes that I like to tap into from other people, from clients, from myself, you know, I end up picking up and learning a lot, right. Without ever having to read a book. So back in ancient Egypt, um, there was this ancient Egyptian mystery school, and they did a lot of really weird things, like, um, like, like almost like you know one of the weird practices that they had in this mystery school is they would take all these students and they would lock them in this almost like it looked like an underground room, you know, no windows, maybe one door. <clears throat> And they were just to sit in this darkness, this pitch black darkness for days, right? Um, And that's when visions would come. And it's actually a very ancient shamanistic sort of technique, right? That was just one of the practices. Um, But they did a lot of other really interesting things. And one of the things that they did was they practiced this ancient art of, you know, sex and sexual expression, and they would onk their energy. Um, and so onking is basically the reverberation of vibrational frequency. Now, if you could imagine yourself in the orgasm state, so essentially orgasm starts from the base root chakra. You bring up that life force energy from the base root. It comes all the way up your body, and then it releases out the top of your head, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the, the explosion of the orgasm. And if you're really tuned into your body, you can actually feel the buildup, right, of the energy coming through. Um, now, what onking is, is instead of allowing that beautiful, you know, incredible life force energy to just move through your body and out through the crown of your head, you actually take the energy out the top of your head 
and you bring it back into the heart chakra and then it reverberates back through your body, out through the top of your head, and then you circle it around again back into the heart chakra. So you're actually reverberating pure life force energy of that orgasm. And in that moment, it's going to feel like an extended orgasm, like this long form what? orgasm. Yeah. And so How you can have, I have never an heard orgasm. of this. <laughs> I can't believe like you have it. The new edging. Yeah. The new well, edging. No, mm. I've heard, I mean, I've heard of there's this book where men learn to ejaculate inside their bodies, basically. Okay. Yeah. Like, very is, it, is, it, is it kind of like that? Is yes. it in that realm? So, yeah. So I call it, like, sometimes I call it an internal orgasm. Okay. Um, because you can do this practice completely solo. I've done it many times, just on my, you know, on my own. Um, you can also do it with a partner um, without actually penetration or touching at all. So me and my oh, wife, wow. when we first got together and we would even just breathe together, we were both orgasming, you know, this weird internal orgasm. And I've had this before because I've done Tantra, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to say my whole life, but I started at 14. So um, wow. and I'm of course, just pulling this from past lifetimes, yeah. right? I didn't, I didn't call it Tantra back then, but I'm like, what is this sensation mm. where all I have to do is the breath work and, and the visualization and the, and the buildup, um, and, and, and Tantra isn't even really, and onking your, your orgasms isn't really, it doesn't have to be a sexual experience, right? And that's what people kind of don't also understand. It's, it's actually, it feels sexual because it's all the same mechanisms as a, as a traditional orgasm without any sort of penetration or even touching, you know, mm -hmm. which kind of blows people's minds a little bit. But even, you know, my wife and I now will make out and we're both at this place. And, and even if she starts to, to orgasm, I can pick up on that and orgasm just from her orgasm because so how do we, we have that. Wait, how do we learn to onk? Like, think about this. Can I just, so you're making out. There's no <laughs> penetration. There's no like clitoral. Not even touching. Katie's into this. There's this visualization of what the energy feels like going up through like all your chakras in your body, out your head, and then visualizing it coming back. Is that yeah, so you said? only really have to onk it or visualize it coming back once you're at that place of full orgasm. Like once you're at that place where like it's there, because if you try and visualize and, and reverberate it before then, you might actually get stuck in the reverberation when you're not even at that place of orgasm. Oh. So you wait to the you wait for the release. And sometimes you just allow it to release and you're like, oh, that was so good, but it was so short-lived. If you can catch it, like even nowadays, sometimes I choose to reverberate it. Sometimes I just choose to let it go and move on. Um, but if you catch it in time, right when it releases the crown, you can bring it back in. And even just the thought of I'm reverberating this or I'm going to bring this back in is, is enough to catch it. You don't even have to visualize bringing it back in to catch it, to bring it back in. And of course, some people you know, like myself, are very natural at this because I have been trained um, in this in many past lifetimes before. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, with me and my wife, we're so natural at this. Her and I have done this in many lifetimes mm. is the, I didn't, I haven't had, I only had one other partner who was really just a friend of mine back in high school. And we used to do Tantra all the time and it was never sexual. It was just meditation and we would breathe together and we would both have these weird internal orgasms, you know, and, and him as a man would never ejaculate. It was that internal 
release of energy. Um, and that's, that's the other, you know, way that I call it is this internal orgasm. Um, so you find, you find certain partners that you can do it with very naturally. And then sometimes it takes a little bit more work. Um, but it doesn't hurt to kind of go into that practice and, and see what that's all about. I used so, to, I used to like hear stories like this and be like, yeah, yeah, you can have an orgasm for making out until I actually started studying Tantra and the breast massage, I actually had an orgasm in my pussy just from someone giving me a breast massage. And I'm like, oh, this isn't bullshit. Like, this is yeah. possible. It's yeah. really... And so, like, that's exciting because I love making out. I'm going to try to... I'm curious, though, practice <laughs> or, like, develop... You've been doing it for a long time and, and past lifetimes, too, you said. So, very long time. Um mm-hmm. so- um, but I'm wondering if to practice and kind of like build the skill for people who have like never heard of this, if mm. when you're masturbating and just using using that visualization to see if you can bring it back like energetically, like actually having clitoral stimulation or penetration, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, I would say that there's two kind of methods if you really want to get started. Um, one is if you are going to masturbate and you're going to have that orgasm, then right at that point of release, you know, once again, whether it be a visualization or just kind of this awareness of I'm going to bring it back into my heart chakra, um, you can do that. So that's the practice of just a traditional kind of, you know, touching yourself session, having the traditional orgasm and then onking it, right. Mm. And bringing it back into your body and see, and, and you're going to be impressed like, whoa, like that was twice as long. It was, you know, not a two second release, but four second release. Right. So, you know, you can, that's going to, you're going to see that change almost instantly, but then there's this other, you know, version. And then eventually you can put both of those together, which is, I suggest not touching yourself at all and practicing Tantra with breath work and just moving, building the energy up from the base root. Mm. And because the base root is the foundation of, you know, um, sexuality and, and just kind of like, you know, earthly connection and connection to your human body, um, you, you can think about sexual things. You can kind of visualize, you know, sexual things or whatever kind of stimulates you in that way to bring up that sexual energy or it doesn't have to be sexual at all. And you're just bringing up that base root chakra. You know, everyone kind of has their own unique way of doing it. But one, I would say, if you want to have the internal orgasm without touching yourself and practice the the Tantra in that way with the breath work, I recommend not touching yourself because that's going to lead you back into old traditional habit patterns. Mm -hmm. And the touching alone is actually going to distract your mind from what Mm -hmm. you could potentially do without touching yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the other is touch yourself traditionally or even have sex traditionally. And at that point of orgasm relief, bring it back into the heart chakra. And if you take a look at an onk, and most of us know what the symbol of an onk looks like, it's the cross with the half circle on top of the cross, right? Mm. That's the, or the, you know, little round kind of thing on the top of the cross. And so if you think about the cross as being the human, right? And instead of it just going shooting straight up as the traditional cross looks like, you take that energy from the bottom of the cross and you circle it around the top. So it's, it's a never ending loop, right? And that's mm. the, the onking of the energy. And, you know, one more thing, going back to the understanding of um, onking and Tantra and reverberating 
orgasm will make you live longer. This is what they did back in ancient Egypt. Now, I also believe that there was a lot of interdimensional beings, right, in ancient Egypt who naturally lived triple the length of what we live as a human being. Mm. But they also practiced this ancient um, tantra and onking. And when you take an orgasm energy, this divine ultimate connection to life force, and you bring it through your body again and again and again, what an orgasm does, just in its purest, you know, two-second form, is it, um, it strengthens and allows your cellular atomic mm. being to refresh itself. It mm. like flushes out all of the old toxins within your body at a cellular level mm. and allows your cells to regrow at mm. a faster capacity. So it's like this, it, it, it perpetually keeps you young, um, mm. is that orgasm tantra sort of energy. I am such wow. a fuck yes to all of this. Like, <laughs> like sign me up on the dotted line of magic right? pussy. And one thing I'm present to is, is I was like, you know, to get my husband to make out longer than five minutes before getting physical is to this day I find impossible and I'm open to any possibility. And I was just <laughs> thinking about it and I was like, wow, like I actually... I would definitely need to do this alone, but I feel like a woman would be able to tap into this with me like immediately. And it would be so... Like, Lindsay, I was thinking about you and me. Let's just breathe an orgasm together because my husband doesn't have time for that. You know, or let's make out and, and, and practice this, you know, orgasmic rebirth where we're reverberating energy and, and like supporting each other and being empowered before we do that. Like to me that um, I'm... Um, omnisexual like I'm I just I love people I love energy and so it's not it to me it doesn't have to be you know I appre- I really appreciate my husband and I want to be responsible for that if I made a request to do something like this and created the he context would he would do it he exactly. would do it so I want to be responsible <laughs> for that and say that the first thing that comes up for me is like wanting to do this alone in my self-practice and doing this with a woman and a female female friend um, before doing it with a man because of all that sexual trauma I shared, I think I would just get stuck in the fucking ether, <laughs> like in that in the in the vibration space you were saying, um, mm-hmm. which I could see could have a more negative impact and be a little more draining than the intention and the pure intention of self rejuvenation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. Well, have, that kind of. Oh, wait, I ahead. have one more question. Like, do you uh, do you recommend a certain um, color? When you're, with the visualization of the energy? Hmm. Hmm, that's a good question. When I see it, I just see it as pure white light um, okay. rever- reverberating back around to the heart chakra. But the other color that comes to me would be green. I think probably because it's that heart chakra that's going to be the where you put the energy back in from the crown. Um, so as far as like recommending just one color to focus on, no, I would say pure white light would be best because that's the energy of um, orgasm. But um, I, you know, there's tons of meditation recordings and tapes and stuff like that out there uh, with Tantra practice practitioners. So I definitely recommend maybe a guided meditation. Um, Also, Tantra breath work is what's going to allow you to get to that place of the internal orgasm as well. Mm -hmm. And just through the breath work, you can start to build up that energy. And it's going to be, you know, um, that visceral feeling that you're looking Mm. for as well. But I will say too, though, that an internal orgasm, it's so different than what we're traditionally used to. It's kind of like astral traveling into a room rather than walking into a room or dreaming about your living room rather than walking into the living room. 
there's it's very satisfying because it's all energy but it's also simultaneously slightly unsatisfying because it's not the physical sensation that mm-hmm. we're necessarily used to right like, oh this is interesting but it's a little bit different you know right. um you know it's just a little bit less tangible than what we're used to that's why I have so many questions because I'm like, wait a minute. So if I'm going to actually go do this, like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like you need to like lead us through an exercise or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that she's explained it really well. Yeah. I just had those like specific questions about like, because I'm really into visualization, even with like health and yeah. healing your your yeah. body and um and colors I know are really, um can be really specific in those kinds yeah. of visualizations. Totally. Yeah. Well, and, and I love one of, one of the things that you said, Elizabeth, and when you, Elizabeth has this way of dropping like truth bombs on you. And then you're like, Oh, that makes so much sense. Um, and, and what you said was that, you know, orgasming allows us to connect to infinite source consciousness. And, and for anyone who's like had one of those mind altering orgasms, I think that, you know, I've, I've had that experience, but I didn't have the words to put to it until you said it. And I was like, oh, that is what it's like to truly, like in that moment, it's pure ecstasy. It's bliss. It's mm-hmm. you're, you're infinitely connected. And so in that way, it's like, it literally is a spiritual experience um, when you have those really deep inter and maybe that's what it is. It's like an, an internal orgasm. Yeah. And, and the other thing too, though, is when you have that really incredible orgasm with a partner, there's also like, it's in that moment, you're in complete surrender and there's no thoughts that are going on, just that pure divine connection. But mm-hmm. then afterwards, there may be a 3D aspect of yourself that is connecting. Oh, well, he allowed me to do this or like, or like, oh, like maybe there's guilt and shame associated with that or attachment, you know, but there's, there's a lot of layers that go into having that kind of orgasm and then kind of distorting it right from our 3d perspective whereas Mm. when you have a tantra orgasm and you're just alone and you're like oh my god i can do this whenever i want and i can do this all myself and there's no layers there's no bullshit there's no attachment to anything there's no perceiving it in in the wrong way Mm. um because it is just pure right because there's none of that physical stimulation there's none of that kind of programming that happens is i did this myself without the need to touch, without the need to, to even be sexually stimulated, what else is possible, right? So it really opens up your mind of, I can have a pure source connection and it doesn't really even have to be sexual, mm. you know? And that's, that's amazing. That's, that's without any sort of limitations or preconceived notions attached to it. And you said in yeah. your video, you were like, this is how sex should be, right? You were talking about sex with a woman totally. versus sex with a man. And you're like, can you, can, what was the, how did you say that? Yeah. I mean, they both have their pros and cons, right? And I think being with a woman now, there's there are aspects of being with a man in that physical way that I think I'm I miss a little bit because mm-hmm. I I was with a man my whole life until 26, right? Um there are things that fingers just can't do, right? Um <laughs> <True>. but <laughs> but, you know, but they're like a million and a half pros to also being with a woman in the intimate and the room and, and our sex life is amazing. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, so there's pros and cons. Um, but 
once again, going wrapping back around to the beginning of the conversation, talking about society and all the indoctrinations that we get mm. from from the media aspect of things. Being with a man, in in my mind, it's like, okay, I'll just lay here, just do what you got to do. And there wasn't the involvement, like being with a woman, it's like every day could be different. Like, I don't even know what sex with a woman is. You know what I mean? It's just, it's different every day all the time um, because there's no standard. There's no structure. You get to create whatever it is that you want to create. You know, there's no limitations. There's no preconceived notions. With a man, I think that I just got into this realm of, oh, I, I assume that it should just be missionary. I assume that it should just be this way, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think that a lot of straight monogamous relationships kind of get into this realm of the same old every day all the time, and then it's not exciting, and we need to break ourselves free of that. Um, and so, yeah, so that's that's what I love about being in this relationship that doesn't really fit into the conformity of society is we get to make it our own you know, and, um, and it's way more difficult to break free of that mold when you are in that straight monogamous, you know, rudimentary type of mm -hmm. dynamic and situation. It's not a bad thing. It just, you know, we have to break free of what society tells us it should be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. we choose yeah. for ourselves. Mm -hmm. our yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at clittalkshow for your clit fix in between episodes.